0: What's up what's up everybody ap and us right here i hope everyone is doing well first of all thank you so much for having me on board and i hope everyone's doing really well today all right make sure that you share this out to a lot of individuals make sure You give some criticism back, all right? Now, let me tell you some things. It's windy as fuck outside, so let me say I apologize on my behalf in pre-advance if the audio is quite choppy and blocky, okay? I haven't mastered the audio just yet, but I will be getting to that point quite soon. I'll get some brand spanking new microphones, brand spanking new headphones, and probably better software as well. Okay, let's get on with this episode. Now, today I decided to choose violence. Yes, today I decided to choose violence, okay? You know why? Because something's starting to really piss me off, alright? Now, I don't get pissed off too, too often, but today I'm pissed, alright? But I'm also, I'm having a good day as well. I'm having a pretty good day, you know? Today's been pretty relaxed, been calm, been chill, right? But, I'm feeling pissed off at the same time. You know why? Because I needed to get something off my chest. I was feeling something. I felt like getting in my pocket. Now, people say, oh, but you always getting in your pocket, AP. You're not wrong, but still. Still, still, so what I wanted to talk about today is I wanted to talk about these Instagram profiles and shit like that. So, Facebook, whatever, man. You know what I mean? It drives me nuts, man. Do you know what drives me nuts about this whole entire thing? Is all these individuals that are in the fitness game, they lift some weights... People give them these fucking questions like, what do I do in a relationship? Why the fuck are you asking these motherfuckers these type of questions? Why are you asking these guys these type of questions? Why are you asking questions about relationships on an individual who is specified there for fitness? Why are you asking questions like that? Unless they are a life coach, unless they are a a relationship therapist, you should not be asking them questions like that when they probably don't even have as much experience to it as, you know, anybody else on this fucking Instagram. Why are you asking them these type of questions? I'm confused. I'm bamboozled. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who thinks this. I'm absolutely not the only one who actually thinks this, to be honest with you. There's probably others out there as well that feel like, what gives them their obligation? What gives them that right? to answer such bold, bold questions. And they are big, bold questions to put on Instagram. Why the hell, as an anonymous individual, would you be asking these questions as well, by the way? It's not even just on the influencer or the individual who's a personal trainer or something like that. It's also on the individual who's asking this question. Why the heck are you asking questions like that on the internet? That's silly. Come on, man. You're tripping for stuff like that. It's just ridiculous. It doesn't make sense to me to ask questions like that on the internet. If you have issues with your relationship, you either need to talk it out with the individual and grow a pair, or or you probably need to go see a therapist and figure it out or go see somebody that's going to make sure that the relationship stays stable or maybe something called a friend and a family works wonders as well not some individual on Instagram man people idolize these people way too much man why do these people always go oh you're such an inspiration to my life how how you don't even know the person how if that's your inspiration in life shit that's not good man That's not good at all. You should not be, you can look at them and say, I admire you. Admiration is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with admiration. Inspiration, yes. Inspiration you could definitely pass on. You could pass it, you could take it, you could be like, yeah, no worries, all good. Idolizing, nah man, that's too far. Idolizing, that's where you're taking it too far, man. That's where you take shit too far. You should not be idolizing a lot of people in your life, man. The only people that I I truly, truly idolize in my life Like down to the biggest core, the guys that I idolize in my life, mom, dad, and maybe Kobe Bryant, (laughs) maybe Kobe. And that's it. That's it. But even I know that Kobe had his shortfallings. You know what I mean? He had, he wasn't a perfect person. He wasn't, he wasn't, he could say that himself. He wasn't perfect. He didn't have, he didn't have the most like, you know, cleanest of NBA careers. He said he's done some dumb shit in his life. You know what I mean? But so is my family. My parents have done dumb shit. I've done dumb shit. You know what I mean? That's why you got to be careful about idolizing, right? Because you become something called as what Eminem would say, a stan. You become a stan, right? When you become a stan, that's not a good thing because that means you have a bias. And when you have bias and you get into your pocket with these individuals a little bit too much, that's dangerous, man. That's dangerous. That's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I'm a basketball guy. I'm an NBA diehard, right? So I'm, I'm willing to admit Tim Duncan's better than Kobe Bryant any day of the week. Any day of the week. All-time rankings: Duncan's top five. Kobe, he borderline's top ten for me. He's probably ninth, ninth, eighth around that area. But Duncan, fifth, fifth, easily fifth, top five, not even close. Anybody can at me with it. Duncan's top five. All right. Anyway, not the point of the conversation right now. But that you get him my point. You get him my point, right? Is that we we we, we we're fall we're full here. We're falling short here, team. As a generation, as a bunch of individuals in society, we're falling short. If we had to go towards Instagram pages for quote-unquote idolization, that's dangerous. That's deadly, right? But all of a sudden, because they lift weights and they post this shit about life saying, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. It, you know, tips for life. Stop giving a fuck what people think. Uh, I know that. I know that you don't have to give a fuck about what people say. Most people do. Most people do. They don't execute on the idea, but most people know that you don't have to give a fuck what anybody thinks. Now, I feel like that's a dangerous mindset to have because I feel like if you stop giving fucks about what people think, then you become arrogant as fuck and you become cocky as shit. I have a humility where I can drop that ego and be like, okay, let me hear you out. Let me hear you out, right? Let me hear you out because there could be something wrong with me. I could be a fucking asshole and I don't know because I have to go, stop giving fucks. Stop giving fucks. That's ridiculous. That's a terrible mindset to have. That's an awful mindset to have. This idea of stop giving fucks. You, you don't give fucks to anonymous people. You don't give fucks to them. And I absolutely agree with that. But to individuals around you, to friends, to family, you should give fucks. But those are the limited edition of fucks you give to people. Always figure out the ideas of limited editions. Limited editions of emotions is very undervalued. That's how I see it. But these Instagram individuals on these pages telling you to stop giving a fuck, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Not good for the mind, man. Not good for the mind. Have some humility. It's okay to be incorrect. It's okay to be wrong. There is nothing wrong about being wrong. I'm wrong multiple times a day, every day for the last 24 years. I've been wrong for a long, long time. I do dumb shit all the time. I do dumb shit every single day. But I learn from those mistakes. I admit to mistakes. It's okay to admit to mistakes. But we're so scared to put it out there that we fuck up. We're scared. Why? Because, you, because people are going to say, Oh, you're pleading for sympathy, bro. I ain't pleading for shit, bro. I ain't pleading for shit. I don't need to tell you that I fucked up. But it makes me more transparent as an individual. And this connection that we have between social media and what the person is in real life... It's becoming dangerous, man. And people don't even realise it. We don't realise it anymore because we're living in a generation full of self-centred individuals. Self-centred. People that only care about themselves. It's okay to be selfish and to take care of yourself. But when you're at the top of the throne, don't expect people to be on top of there with you. You want to be the individual who doesn't... that doesn't... (sighs) What's the word? It's tough, man. You want to be the individual that brings people along with you. You don't want to be the individual that you become the king of the throne or the queen of the throne. And you have no one to share that with. You see, guys, this is the thing about me as well. This Instagram stuff with me. When I post on Instagram, man, that shit comes from heart. It doesn't come from... It doesn't come from anything else. And I, I generally mean that. And I said this on Saturday when it was a birthday celebration minor here. There is no difference between me here than there is to you on your face. No difference. I I am not, I I don't, I don't, I don't have any social awkwardness about me. Here and there, if I just know you, yeah. Like, no shit, there's going to be some nerves. No shit, it's going to be a little bit here and there, a bit jumpy and shit like that. But that's 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 always the start of every single relationship. It's cool. That's, that's human. That's normal. That's normal. That's what it is, right? But what my issue is, is that we're so stuck on our phones and we're so stuck talking to these motherfuckers on Instagram and stuff like that. Excuse my language. But we're so stuck on these individuals on Instagram that we don't know. We don't know them in face. But we're okay with... Like sharing it out to these individuals of thousands and thousands of individuals, but when we're one on one, we fail. We fail. We fail. You could share it out to five to 10,000 people all in this world, but when it comes to mono a mono, me and you, time, you can't say shit. That's not good. That's not good. I don't care what anybody could do to justify that, it's unhealthy. It's not good for the mind man. It's not good for your soul. It's not good for anything to act like that. You need to always be honest with audience and everybody else. And if you, and if you are a fitness page out there, one of the best tips that I could personally give you or one of the best pieces of advice or, or criticism that I could give to you, well, however you want to take it, if you don't want to take it on board, that's fine. That's fine. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's only my opinion. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. When you stay in your lane, it makes life so much more better. Because you're not obligated to post a Ukrainian, I stay with you thing, just for people to give you a moral applause and stuff like that and go, "Aha! bravo, bravo. You, you, you know, you're really saving the world out there. And they say, I do it for solidarity. Man, fuck your solidarity. If you want to do something about this shit, go on the forefront, get some awareness going, and keep that same energy year-round. Don't go with it just for the flavor of the month. We ain't about that energy, bro. If you stand for something, you sure as hell stand for that shit, man. And be proud of that. Be proud of it. Don't do it for the social media clout, bro. Don't do it for the clout. You do it because you truly, truly care, and you're truly, truly passionate about it. That's what I want to see more on Instagram. Because it feels phony. It feels phony, man. There's nothing. It doesn't seem authentic anymore, man. It doesn't seem raw. It doesn't seem transparent anymore. It almost feels monolithic. It feels a bit boring it feels uninteresting now to look at so many of these fitness pages that give the same tips the same advice the same cliches and they think they're life coaches because they could pull off a weight off the fucking floor you're not a life coach bro you're not a life coach you're not david goggins you're not tony robbins bro you're not eric thomas relax bro relax you need to stay in your lane and then stop giving the bullshit cop out saying, oh, stop giving fucks about people. They're just fucking haters. Not every single person that critiques you is a quote-unquote hater. There may be people that are generally caring about you but really want to give you the best of, in- not the best of intentions, because I said before, good intentions can be dangerous sometimes. But what I want to say to you is that you need to make sure you're careful with what you say because you're not a life coach, man. Your qualification is assertive three or four in fitness or a degree in exercise science you're not a life coach bro if you are qualified and had the qualifications to be a life coach go ahead and be a life coach but you're not a life coach you are a personal trainer a personal trainer and that's all you are man That's all you are. Your occupation and your job for clients is to make sure that they're staying on track with their weight training, their calories, their nutrition, and their body composition. That is your goal. And then, fingers crossed out of that, their mental health or the capacity or their ability to cope with situations improve because they're now starting to master discipline because you are giving them the steps to get there that is what it's all about man giving them the steps and the protocol but that's all you're there for nothing else nothing else man you're not there to give these guys the david goggins it's time to take some souls baby You're not about that life, bro. Stop thinking you are. Doesn't mean you're a PT. Doesn't mean you're a quote-unquote dog man. Because I know a lot of PTs out there. And I know a lot of individuals that lift weights out there. That got some serious fucked up issues going on in their life. And they got some serious issues going on with themselves. Huge insecurities. Always needing this constant need to address these quote-unquote haters. There's always this feel and need in society. To call the bullshit out. When all you have to do is just ignore Don't worry about them, man. You don't, not even worry about them. Don't give them any type of energy or time. Don't even acknowledge them, bro. If they're going to say this stuff to you, don't even nod your head to it, bro. Either block or delete these individuals. Move on. Move on, man. Move on. They don't need any, like, need to have an answer. You as a PT, though, are not obligated to fill this need to present the mastery of life. That's not cool, Brent. That's not cool in my mind, bro. I don't like that shit. Now, people will disagree with me. And I respect that. And I would like to hear any type of argument or constructive argument you can bounce back. Because the excuse would be, there's a couple of excuses that I always see on the board. My page, my rules. Cool. Cool. No worries. I respect that. Number two. Stop giving a fuck. If you stop giving a fuck, that's not a healthy mindset either, in my opinion. Or, number three, I can do whatever I want. Do whatever you want, bro. Do whatever you want. But don't expect to be praised universally, or not even universally, because not everyone's going to love you or like you, and that's a part of life as well. But don't expect claps and applause in your, going your way. That's all I'm saying. All right, guys. I'm going to take a break right now. I'm going to get a quick drink. Let's get it. All right. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. What's going on? Okay. Now. One thing I wanted to talk about, dancing. Dancing's fantastic. Good for the soul. Now, I want to give my reasonings why I believe dancing is good, all right? Now, there's a lot of individuals out there. They can only dance when it's time to really smack in the nightclub. They get about five standards into the Metropolis, Fremantle. They're good to go. For me, I can dance whenever the fuck I want. Now, not a lot of people can do this, and that's fine. Like, I don't expect people to go cha-cha-cha right in the middle of fucking, you know, Forest Chase or something like that. But what I what 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 I want to present as an idea is dancing for, for joy, right? And for love and for energy, right? Because I truly feel like when you This is a theory, right? And this is not backed up by science. It's not backed up by anything. But I feel like when you dance for heart and just passion and joy, you get a great dopamine rush that really pretty presents like this this like this all this this happiness that like it can't be really transferred or matched up the only type of like dopamine rush that you could probably get this from this is something like a runner's high excuse me or something like you know finishing off at the gym these are the type of dopamine rushes i'm talking about and you know what man this is this is the beautiful thing about um about dancing man is that like it it presents it presents a couple things coordination it presents movement it's burning calories and it's fun. It gets people to connect with you. It gets people to just stand up and, and and love and enjoy. And what we need more of in this world is is love and enjoyment. The dancing is it, it, it's great because like when you dance, like you 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 get rhythm, and when you catch rhythm, you're almost in your own pocket and zone. You don't feel anything else around you. Except for you dancing. Now, it was my birthday on Saturday. And I only had like maybe two standards. I didn't have much. I didn't have much. But one thing that I can do at at, at celebrations as parties is that I can go in playing sober. But I can still dance and have fun. I can dance. I can bob my head to music and feel the music. I'm a music guy. I have about 60 to 65 vinyls in um, in my room. I understand, well, it's not that, I'm, I'm not going to sound pretentious, because that's, that's not cool as well, but like, I, I, I listen to ranges of music, I listen to stuff like pop, you know, hip-hop, um, you know, classical music, art rock, progressive rock, jazz rock, you know, um, metal, what else, jazz is another one as well that I can listen to, R&B and soul is something that I can listen to, you know, guys like Stevie Wonder, um, D'Angelo, um, Frank Ocean, you know, Lauren Hill, that's another one as well, that I can really get amongst, even Marvin Gaye, right, these are guys, and even Isaac Hayes, these are guys that I can really, really get down to, Curtis Mayfield, that's another dude as well, like, these are artists that, like, they enthrall your soul, but once you tune into these, it's almost like nothing can, like, get out of this bubble of yours, when you're in the, when you're, when you're dancing, right, and, like, When you listen to music, you're entranced. You're entranced, right? Particularly if it's music that truly, truly mesmerizes you and takes you to really like these whole new levels of like, just like, just imagination, right? And I love music for that reason. Love music, not just hip hop, right? Now I play hip hop at parties and stuff like that, or just bangers, right? But when I'm by myself, I'm truly getting into that really introspective, um, you know, lyrically driven music that has a composition towards it that almost, like, rides along with the the emotions of what is being said in the lyrics, right? So, like, albums of mine that I absolutely love. Albums like um, *Laughing Stock* by Talk Talk. Incredible album, man. I love it. Definitely give it a listen if you can. Another Green World by Brian Eno. Like, it's, like, ambient. It's art rock. It has a bit of, like... Um, got a bit of it's got a bit of progressive rock it's got a little bit of everything but that's what i love about it um david bowie's black star you know david bowie you know uh, like you know getting going through cancer and stuff like that and he's on his final feet right but what he's almost talking about is his exploration of his life and you know his concept of what what death will feel like right and what it's going to feel like to die he's beautiful man and what he did was almost grab inspirations from you know a uh, uh a, um, almost like a, uh, a, a what's what's the exper- experimental hip hop like group called Death Grips, which I who I absolutely love as well, and then like a little bit of Kendrick Lamar to Pimp Butterfly, and he almost like meshed in these like experimental jazz rock like con like influences from these guys, right? And what he created was just something mesmerizing, man. Like Lazarus, Dollar Days, uh, I can't give everything away. Black Star, um, tis a pity she was a whore. Like, just phenomenal, phenomenal music, man. And it's very accessible, but also it has, like, this dark, like, accessibility to it that it, it has innuendo in the lyrics, but once you really comprehend and sit down, it makes you want to go back and listen to it more to pick out more of the music, right? And that's what I like about music so, so much. It has this creativity behind it that it wants you wanting more. And the... It's beautiful, man. I love music for this reason. But music also has its place for joy, and that's what I love about music as well. Is that music feels your emotions with whatever you're feeling at time and period. So if you're feeling sad, you can listen to Frank Ocean. If you're feeling happy, you can listen to I. I don't know. I. I don't know, Kiro Kiro Benito or something like that. I don't know, Carly Rae Jepsen, Daft Punk, Daft Punk. That's another one you can listen to if you're happy. Every time I'm happy, I'm always listening to Discovery. You know what I mean? Like these. This is this is what music's all about, man. And I love it. I love it, man. And you know what? Quick story as well, man. I used to own a two and a half thousand follower. Um, music, music page, right? And I stopped because I couldn't deal with the the individuals that were giving me criticism and, you know, really giving me a little bit of backlash and stuff like that. And I couldn't handle it, man. I was insecure about it at the time, man. And that's on me as an individual. But anyway, not not the point proven. I really had to really step my game up in terms of listening to music. I had to really explore genre. I really had to sink into music and listen to it for what it was. But I loved it because the journey was beautiful, man. I listened to so much music. And when I listened to all this music, it just made it just really mentally, even during the hard times, it made me almost dialed in and patient with the whole process and music can keep you grounded. And that's what I like about music a lot as well. It keeps you grounded. But not only that as well, music can reveal yourself. Call that crazy, man. But music reveals you as a person. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that like, when you, deep, when you dive into music, man, it almost like strips away your character as well. Because now it's taking your emotions with it. So when, when you're listening to stuff like To A Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, you're almost like, you're, you're, you're comprehending the music for what it is, right? You know, songs like, um, you know, You, right, by Kendrick Lamar. You know, I think it's like the sixth track on the album after These Walls and just before um, For Sale, You know, it talks about this idea of, you know, Kendrick being very depressed and leaving his hometown Compton to make sure that he's gaining a bigger position in this industry, right? But then what happens with that as well? He gets depressed. There's Survivor's Guild, right? Survivor's Guild. When it comes to Survivor's Guild, particularly in a place like Compton, you know, with a little bit of context, you know, Compton's a, you know, almost like the Armadale of California, right? It's a bit rugged, it's gritty as fuck. There's there's blood, there's gangs, right? And there's the blood and there's the crip. That's the two gangs that are affiliated in Compton, right? And then obviously they have gang-affiliated wars and everything like that where people die, get gunned down. You know, there's always, you know, drug deals going on. Kendrick made it out of that for his hip-hop. And now he feels like shit because all these friends and people around him are dying and he's almost surviving through all of this, right? Where Kendrick feels bad for that and it makes him depressed because all he wants to do is drink it out on the alcohol because, you know... He doesn't know what he's doing with his life and he doesn't know how he's really bringing responsibility to those individuals in Compton or he's representing them well. You know what I mean? He almost low-key feels like a quote-unquote sellout almost in a way. Not saying Kendrick is a sellout because he's not. But like that's that's how he felt almost inside his song, You. right? And then he goes to For Sale, which is the interlude, which I, I don't consider an it interlude. It's probably my favorite song on the album, to be honest with you. Um, where Kendrick almost talk, where Kendrick discusses these ideas of like the devil, right, and the temptations and the lusts of you know, you know, losing his authenticity of himself, right, and what Kendrick's trying to doing is that it's almost like the devil's been following him since Good Kid, Mad City, and what's been happening with the devil is that it's been following his track his whole entire time, almost influencing some of the the the, the decisions, the good or the bad, in his life, right, and you know. The, this is kendrick almost like debating and discussing with the devil whether he should continue to really follow this celebrity this fame or should he stick with authenticity and have some pride towards it right now pride's one of the biggest dangerous one of the biggest dangers of the human being and the human race right pride's powerful right it's a powerful powerful element to the human being but kendrick's like this is a good sense of pride it isn't a pride that's going to present resentment it's a pride that's going to make sure that I still understand my roots and my grounds, and I respect it. It keeps me humble, but it's also the thing that's going to keep me chasing to become the greatest in hip hop, right? That's how I saw the thing, and it also talks about like the materialism, right, which is very, very. Um, it's it's a it's a bit of a taboo discussion in hip hop, right? Is the idea of of you know materials having gold chains and you know Rolls Royces and Rolexes, you know cigars and all that shit, right? Now, obviously, materialism is a discussion for another day, but that's the point of like music, right? Music, like, it almost brings, it almost like. It almost enthralls like and an, an, an a response from you would be the right word to say. It, it, it inflicts a response. And when it inflicts a response, it, it creates an idea. It creates a push or a, or a motivation to almost present difference in your life that's powerful and that's the power of music itself i love that about music it's 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 incredible man all right guys i think this is where i'm gonna call it right here i feel like i'm kind of if i continue to go more i'm just kind of like jargoning just for the sake of time so as i say guys i really appreciate you guys tuning in make sure obviously you give it a listen um what i'm gonna try and do as well get this onto apple music whenever i can uh, this is definitely something a huge goal of mine is to try and get it onto Apple Music uh, within this year or the next couple months. Uh, but for the moment, it's at Spotify. Please make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow. And none of that as well, guys, share this out to your friends. Please do so. I really want to get some more notoriety on this podcast. And uh, let's keep it going, man. Let's keep being great. Keep being incredible. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. All right, guys. I'm out. Peace out.